Welcome to Scottish Farm Advisory Service Podcast. You can find out more about FARS on our website, www.fars.scot, or if you need advice, then call our helpline on 0300 323 0161. This podcast is a conversation with Bridget England of the RSPB, discussing the importance of landscape scale and management of the endangered corncrake. Um, so corncrakes are really interesting bird. It used to occur right across Britain and um, the UK, but now it really only occurs in on the islands of Scotland, particularly in the north and west. So it occurs on Skye, in the Outer Hebrides, the Inner Hebrides, um, small population left in Orkney, and just one UK mainland population that's sustainable, which is way up in the northwest in Durness. Um, so these birds come here to Scotland all the way from Africa where they spend their winters in the savannah grasslands and they come back here about April and May and it's quite interesting their migration route because mostly it was thought that they went to central and eastern Africa and then some work by Professor Rhys Green um, tagging of birds showed that the Scottish birds in fact go to the Congo so they're going more to the west side of Africa. Um, so that may mean that this population is quite distinct from all the birds in Europe and that makes it even more important, the Scottish population. When they come here, they are quite secretive birds, so they like to go straight into tall vegetation. And of course, in May, April, May in Scotland, there's not a whole lot of long vegetation, particularly right in the north. So they're looking for the sort of plants that grow very early on, like nettles, meadowsweet, cow parsley, iris beds. That's where they turn up at the beginning. They spend a bit of time in there, and then as the grasslands grow, they start shifting to breed in the grasslands. Um, and that's where they'll spend most of the rest of the summer, raising their chicks, which are very cute little fluffy black things. Once their breeding season's complete, they'll set off back to Africa again. Now, what is really significant about concrete is mostly they only live about one year, so they actually... One will breed here and never come back again. A few will live a bit longer, but of course that makes them really vulnerable. If a bird only lives for a year, it's got to produce an awful lot of chicks to make sure that population keeps going. So that's why it's critical here that we make sure chicks get off the ground. And the reason they only live a year, is that because of predators? Well, I think they're naturally quite short-lived birds, but they do face a lot of threats. They face threats on the ground because they can be damaged quite easily by agricultural operations. Definitely predators, um, and it's thought that they are more easily predated when they're in small areas of cover. So that's why it's really important to create large areas of cover across a landscape. But of course they face quite a lot of threats on migration as well. There'll be large losses in their overwintering grounds and while they're going between the two areas. So a young chick is literally months old and it makes that migration. it's incredible. It goes off, flies all the way off to Africa. They're quite extraordinary and especially for a bird that's maybe only going to live a year or two. You can tell us about the landscape, please. Yeah, so birds are now coming back to this probably quite, well, definitely small area in the UK, which is on the islands of Scotland primarily. 
But the conservation efforts here, we're trying to take a landscape scale approach to that on these islands. And that's because these birds do shift around a bit. So, for example, in Skye, the Trotternish and Waternish peninsulas are the most important for these birds. And some years, quite a lot turn up on Waternish, and other years, quite a lot turn up on Trotternish. So clearly, if only a few units are managing for corn crate in one place, that might not be where the birds decide to come back to. So we need quite big areas right across the landscape to give this the Scottish popu- uh, concrete population some chance of hanging on there. It has seen quite big declines in the last few years, in fact really significant declines. So we're quite concerned and the landscape scale approach is absolutely critical for these birds. Do you have any reason why they, they choose, for instance, Waternish over Trotternish one year and no, vice versa? we've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> so that's why it's quite important that everybody keeps, keeps at it in both these areas. So when they migrate in, they're probably scanning for good habitat and they will come down when they find that good habitat, but, but we don't really know why one year Waternish would look better to them. So, of course, doing wildlife management have, can have benefits beyond the species. So, concrete are really heavily associated with good agricultural management, fairly good silage fields, not, not poor or what you might call poor ground agriculturally or acid ground. They like good, um, well-nourished grasslands and they're heavily associated with cattle management. Things like the ground conditions cattle create and the dunging adding nutrients. That makes, of course, things like nettles spring up. So the agri-environment schemes that provide funding for crofters can actually help to provide some income to compensate for changing management for the bird, but also to encourage good agricultural management across crofting areas. That includes things like soil testing and liming and having good silage fields. So it brings some income into crofting areas to keep the crofting system going, but it's also quite heavily aimed at improving the ground agriculturally as well. I think the other thing as well that, that's quite good in managing for a bird like this, because it's so specific to crofting areas, I think it, it can be quite good to have a common purpose in managing for, for wildlife that's very special in your area. It's not a widespread species. So I think people that croft in areas can take some pride that they're managing to sustain this bird through good crofting management. And I think that's quite important, that pulling people together in the way they manage the ground. So, of course, if crofters want to do something to help um, concrete on their ground, they can do that individually and privately, that's fine. But probably the best way is to consider putting an application in for the Agri-Environment Climate Scheme programme. And crofters and farmers right across the concrete areas in Scotland are submitting applications in collaboration with one another. Um, And that's specifically to provide this landscape scale approach to make sure this concrete population can be maintained. The Scottish Farming Advisory Service provides a telephone advice line which you can call for free advice. The number is 0300 323 0161. Visit the FAS website at www.fas.scot to find out about free events near you. The Scottish Farming Advisory Service. Mahashivagiri Tulti Fishaki, Futishiv Fonuk Anaski, at O three hundred three two three zero one six one, Nafutishiv Tul at Enlarak Lean, www.faz.scot, Agashivshiva Mahmad Yay Takhardis and Fashkir Pain.